It's the Mike Wills Podcast. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Mike Wills Podcast. Today is August uh, 24th, 2022. If I didn't say, though I am uh, a part of the Dog Days of Podcasting, though I'm not interacting as much as I normally do within the whole group. Not listening at all, which is um, drive me crazy. The completest in me, but uh, just can't keep up with podcasts, especially when one is four freaking hours long every week. Ugh. I just, I don't want to stop because I there's good information and it's entertaining, but ugh, long. <clears throat> anyway, I uh, recorded an episode earlier today and then realized, you know what, I do have a topic. I'm not expert level. But I do know enough to talk smart. <clears throat> and what triggered it was uh, seeing the meter reader uh, sit next to me at the um, stoplight this morning. Completely changed subject, and I decided I wanted to do this subject instead. <clears throat> so what I was talking about is what the person who has meter reading, uh, water meter reading, actually does. So... In my town, we own the city only bill or only does processing of water. We do not do electrical or gas like some cities do. I don't know how wide swept that is, but that's what we do. Um, and if, on the top of his vehicle, he had two different radios. I started talking about the radios first because I, I find that fascinating. <clears throat> um, He's got a square one that kind of sort of sits in the middle. Uh, I think they call that the exciter. That's the one that actually transmits out and excites, so to speak, the radio within the meter. And then there's a more of an antenna-looking antenna um, that actually um, receives the signal back from the meter. So all they have to do is drive down the city streets and they can get, I don't know, thousand yard range approximately, maybe a little bit less depending upon where the meter is, um, you know, range. So they're just driving up and down city streets, maybe every third block or something. And they're just reading every single meter that they can uh, pull in. On uh, the map, it turns red, I believe, which means it's it's red or green. I don't remember the colors. But ultimately, they can uh, circle around and say, oh, I missed this one. Yeah, I just said, oh. Um, and, you know, go drive back and try and get closer to that one. And you read that black, those few stragglers that they may have missed. Takes, I think, about half a day for them to do that. Um, don't quote me on that. And they do that three times a month. That's just the process to read it. And then they got to go through, they make sure there's no read errors through a set of rules built in the software. And then we do the billing. That whole process takes a couple days ultimately to do the entire thing and touching multiple people. I think in some cases, cases if there's a misread, 
they need to go out and um, reread it potentially. I don't remember what specifically all things they do relate to that. That's how you get your water bill. Um, the coolest part about that is you just drive by the house. And just pick it up magically. I mean, that's freaking awesome. Except there's newer technology yet. And some of you may even have this in your homes. Who knows? Um, there's, I learned, I actually literally learned about even a newer one while talking to him today. So within the next couple of years, we'll probably be doing an upgrade of all of our meters. And one of the things we want to do is set up a network, so to speak, of these these radios that would allow us to read constantly from these meters. The re big reasons for that could be when you move out, we have to send someone out there. You know, we're not exactly a small city, so it could take a couple hours potentially to hit all the houses that are leaving. And fog ceiling. What the hell is fog ceiling? That's interesting. Um, <clears throat> And, you know, it takes time to go out and do all this stuff. With this newer technology, it allows us to constantly have updates so we can, on the morning of closing, we can pull the, the water usage at that hour even, and boom, here's your water for the, here's your bill for that, for that time period, and then here is the new starting time for the new um, customer. So we, that is a very useful, very nice thing to be able to have. But the problem is you need this network of radios or repeaters, whatever, in order to read all this information. And that takes time to build out, implement, and cost to do that. Well, apparently, I learned just today, there's also one that will send it over the cell phone network. And there must be some cost associated with that, which would be obvious in cell phone network. And um, something nice about that is we can fold that in within your fees that you have, that you pay for already. And then we can get it real time without having to build out all this infrastructure that doesn't exist right now. <clears throat> so couple different options and I mean as you know with anything with government you're gonna be paying for it somehow <clears throat> I don't know the extra cost of this I would imagine it would be added into your connection fee not your water usage and it'd just be a raise of your bill by probably a few bucks I don't know how much this costs I would imagine not much I would guess it's not another hundred bucks a month like your cell phone So they're gathering all this information, taking it to council, you know, proposing these are two options. Which would you prefer? One, the first one is really dependent on um, potentially one of our other utilities building out their network, so we can kind of piggyback on that. That's a cost savings. But now we're dependent on them building out their network that isn't built out yet, which is a time issue. So we got some things, you know, 
they have things that they have to work through. But that's just one small project of what government does, small government does, what makes the most sense, not only for us, but for the customers and for the city as a whole. Because, you know, sometimes there's a lot of extra work associated with it and it's a time savings for staff. So we don't need to hire a third staff member, let's just say. But on the other side, if it's costs way too much for the customer, that's something we gotta weigh in too. And we try to think about being equitable. Anyone who knows the difference between equality and equitable knows what I'm talking about. Essentially, we want to make sure that, you know, what we're doing works for everyone and isn't just targeting certain people or we're disadvantaging other people because these this group can pay for and afford 50 bucks more a month for their water. That's that you know that's high, but you get the point. Um, that is stuff that we weigh in as we are designing out new systems, no matter what the system is. I still try to think about, though it's much less than ever before, about the people on dial-up because that can still be an issue. Those are things that you try to think about as you're building out these systems. Because you got to have be able to act, allow access to as much as you can. That's just a rule. So, I'll see if I can dream up other things small gov- uh, that the local governments do. And uh, maybe shed a little light into just how much it we do to keep it look like we do nothing. That might be the series. With, what, a week left of the challenge? (laughs) I may continue on, who knows. But, um, yeah, I I thought about that and I was like, huh, that could be interesting for people who don't live it every day. So, message me. uh, You know how to get a hold of me. Put it out on the uh, Facebook group. Or um, post on my website, uh, mikewills.me, on this post. And what other topics are you interested in? Is there other things about small, uh, the local government type stuff that you want to know how it works? Or what we do with it? Because I would love to talk about it. This is information that you should know. Just what government does. And... This isn't necessarily unique to us because I talk to a lot of people in government and a lot of them deal with the same issues, same challenges, and so on. So while I can't speak for all local governments, I can probably speak to at least a a majority of them or at least a good portion of them in similar fashions with different state laws and so on. So go ahead, post your questions, ask your questions. I would love to talk about more. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. The intro music was Funkily Dugatitude by the late Derek K. Miller. The outro is Always Evermore by Eric Dietrich. You can contact me on most social networks with the username Mike Wills, one word. 
you can email me at mike at mikewills.me. You can find any show notes and my blog at mikewills.me. Thank you for listening and come back again.